Welcome to this next episode of my podcast where we talk about life, business, and everything in between so you can learn how to optimize everything surrounding you. Now, what I wanted to get in today was one topic that I've been thinking about quite a bit lately, and it's a topic that not a lot of people think deep enough on. It's a topic that not a lot of people go deep enough into, and not enough people really you utilize it in the best way imaginable. And I think by just doing this simple thing, and believe me, it's simple. You can maximize your ability to have great interactions with clients, great interactions with prospects, great interactions with friends, family, and coworkers. You can enhance your ability to communicate with people at the highest level just by following what I'm going to talk about today. So I hope you're excited about it. I'm excited about it. I'm excited about bringing you this podcast and just talking about what's on my mind every week and ultimately what I think and feel based on the market and in business and in life and the lessons I'm learning from being involved in businesses and from being a father and everything in between. So without further ado, what I wanted to talk about today was something that was inspired by the movie Roadhouse. So if you haven't seen the movie Roadhouse, it's, it's a movie with Patrick Swayze and he's this like, super cool bouncer dude who who goes into clubs and bars and basically fixes them up and makes them go from these horrifying places where people fight and stab each other to these places to where they can actually do business and grow and scale and it's not dangerous anymore. So this guy finds him in a bar. He's cleaned this place up. He tells this guy, hey, let's let's fight. And the guy wants to attack him. He takes him outside. Then he walks in. And so he kind of tricks the guy who thinks he's going to fight him outside, but he goes inside. And this other guy who owns another bar comes in and he says, Hey, I've got, I've run into some money and I want to bring you on to essentially clean up my spot. He offers him the money, no negotiations. And Patrick Swayze says, yes. And he goes down there. And then one of the first scenes that you see Patrick Swayze involved in is he is in the bar and he's just watching. His first day in there, he's just watching people fight and cuss and spit and stab each other and throw things around and break stuff and does absolutely nothing because he's just observing. But then after that, he has a, a conversation with all of the bouncers, everybody in the bar he's talking to. And so he he kicks some people out, but he, he tells them, he says, look, your number one rule here is be nice. And one of the, guy looks at him, the guys looks at him and says, wait, what? Be nice? He's like, how is that possible here? He goes, easy, just be nice. And another guy says, well, what if he calls you a, a bad word? And Patrick Swayze goes, those are just words. What is that word going to do that's, that's going to harm you? And the guy looks at him and says, well, what if he says something about my mother? What if he says my mother's a, a hooker? And Patrick Swayze looks at him and says, well, is she? And then the guy gets mad at him. But this is the perfect example of temperament. It's the perfect example of whether or not you allow words to control you, whether or not you allow words to control your emotions and how deeply you take those words to heart. So someone comes in and calls you a jerk. Someone comes in and calls you the worst name in the book. What do you do? Well, most people get mad. They get upset because of the word. The word has connotations behind it. The word has meaning behind meanings behind it. And the word to you creates offense. And because of that offense, you get angry and upset. And from that, well, 
now you you don't want to be friends with the person anymore. You don't want to be nice to the person anymore. You want to be confrontational to the person. You want to hold a grudge against the person. But if you think about it from Patrick Swayze's perspective, be nice. Who cares what they said? Who cares what that word is? That word has no meaning. We've given that word meaning. And by becoming upset, we've given that word value. And so when we're in dealings with, with prospects on a sales call and they're aggressive, often we get aggressive as a result of their behavior. We become offended because of the words they're using. When we're talking with people, we get offended because of the words they're using. We get offended because of the way they talk. We be, get offended because of the way they say things. And we allow those words to control us. The perfect example of this is like the political spectrum. Both sides of the aisle. It doesn't matter if you're Republican, Democrat, Green Party, Vegan Party, Hollywood, Cookie Diet Party, whatever party you are. Someone says something on one side of the aisle, you become immediately offended. Someone says something referencing Joe Biden, conservatives, immediately offended. Someone says something referencing Donald Trump, Democrats, immediately offended. Those words that these parties have created, we allow them to control us. We allow them to take us away from a state of neutrality, a state of where we operate on a logical fashion, a state to where we can think clearly, to a state of chaos, to a state to where we become engrossed in anger and frustration. And we don't know why. So I think when we're interacting with people, when we're interacting with prospects in our businesses, clients in our businesses, people on the street, everybody, rather than seeing everybody as wrong and stupid and ignorant and they don't know anything and, and they're all idiots. We need to see people as people and just, just be nice. You see, it's not that hard to not agree with someone, but it's really hard to not get into an argument with someone. Post anything on Facebook. Just open up your phone right now and post, who did you vote for? I guarantee there's at least one knockdown drag out fight in the comments about it because that's just the way we've decided that we need to be. But if we didn't allow that to put us into a confrontational mindset, if we didn't allow these words to control us, we could have really intelligent and really interesting conversations. So if someone says something you don't agree with, like these bouncers in the bar, someone looks at them and says, hey, your mother, your mother's a hooker. Your mother is the worst person in the history of the world. I hate her. Okay, that's all right because that's not the way I see her. That's not how I grew up with her. That's not the person she is to me, so it doesn't matter, who cares? Why should this person change the way I perceive her? And why should his words that she doesn't even hear harm her? So why should I allow that to control me? Why should I allow that to change my state? Why should I allow the talking head on Fox News or MSNBC who are intentionally trying to divide us and intentionally trying to put us in a place where we do argue and don't agree to for ratings? Why do we allow these outlets to control us? You see, growing up, I was always taught about, growing up in the US education system, I was always taught about the idea of the, the, these dictatorships and, and communism and all these places where propaganda is given to people to control them. And I always thought that that didn't exist in, in the US and that didn't exist in the systems we have. 
But in reality, those kind of things do and the way we think are directly impacted by the way the media puts out the information. And we don't choose to be nice. We allow that information to control us. And it's not a shot at any political party. It's not a conspiracy theory. It's the fact that we've lost the ability to communicate neutrally. We've lost the ability to communicate and be nice to each other. We've lost the ability to be able to see the other side. We've lost the ability to actually have a decent negotiation that doesn't end up in a knockdown, drag out fight. Think about this. You have a business and a client comes, comes to you and they're upset. I didn't like this. I didn't like that. I didn't like this. This, is, this didn't make sense. I, I don't want to do this anymore. A lot of people, well, you didn't, well, will attack the client. Now they're offended. Now they're frustrated. Well, you didn't do this and you didn't do that. So that way, because this didn't work, that way didn't happen. So I couldn't do anything. No, there, number one, there's no responsibility. But number two, you weren't able to be neutral there. So this doesn't mean that you have to apologize and just be then put your tail between your legs and run away. But it means, hey, I get it. I can understand where you're coming from. What do you mean by this? So that way you can work to uncover deeper how the person's feeling and why. So instead of becoming offended, you can learn. Every time I get on a call with a client and it's about a cancellation or them not wanting to continue on with one of the things that we're doing, I learn a lot because I go in there not to try to sell them on more stuff or not to try to keep them, but I go in there to ask questions, to uncover where we could have done better, to uncover where we dropped the ball and to uncover what I can do to make our process crystal clear moving forward. But I couldn't do that if I came in there and I was offended. If I came in there and I was upset that somebody actually had something to say that I didn't know about or that I didn't agree with. So I think we have to think about this concept of being nice. If someone says something you don't agree with, guess what? That's okay. If someone says something and you want to take offense to it, that's okay. Don't let those words control you. The second you start letting those words control you is where you lose the ability to control yourself. And then guess who has control at that point? The other person. So why, in any sense of the word, does it give, would you give another person, a media entity, or anybody else, the ability to control you? So I think when you're communicating and engaging with people, instead of thinking from an ego, egotistical perspective of, I need to win this argument, or I need to be the dominant person in this argument, or I need to be right, we need to approach it from, how can I just be nice? How can I try to understand where this person is coming from, from a deeper level? How can I come into every conversation to try to learn something? Once you start doing that, it's a game changer. The conversations you have with people are, are incredibly radically different because when you come into conversations, they feel like you care. They feel like you're actually listening to them. And guess what? When you don't agree, they're okay with it because you're not confrontational. It doesn't turn into a fight. It doesn't turn into a you versus you. It turns into a, well, yeah, that's interesting. I didn't, I didn't think about it that way. You know what? You might be right. Or you know what? I guess we can agree to disagree here. That was a good talk. And all it starts with is being nice. Just be Patrick Swayze in the bar. You're a bouncer. These people are angry, they're drunk, they're all over the place, they have no idea what they're doing. But you're not going to let their words and the context of what they're saying take over 
your own mental wealth and well-being. You're not going to allow the context of what they're saying to change the way you think, to change the paradigm that you're living in. Because remember, once you allow that to happen, well, you lose control yourself. And at the end of the day, the only thing we can really control is ourselves. I can control myself. I can control my actions. I can control how I act, how I interact, and how I react to situations and people. And if I recognize when my ego steps in, when I'm not being nice anymore, and when I'm confrontational with people, and when it's about winning versus understanding, that's when I know I need to step back, reevaluate where I'm at, and ultimately change the way I communicate. So if you want a simple way to do this, just stop. When you start feeling that pressure, start feeling that anger, you start feeling that ego, you start feeling like you need to be right, just step back and say, wait, what does this person mean? Or just tell yourself, look, be nice. It's not that hard. So I think we need to go about conversations and people in a different way. We just, we need to approach it in a way to where we're not going to be controlled or allow words to create context that don't matter. And for me, I've been thinking about doing this, this episode for a long time. I just haven't really figured out a way to put it into good words. But then I watched that, that movie Roadhouse and it actually... A little, a little bit of a light bulb. And I thought, you know what? If a bouncer in a bar can tell people to be nice and they can figure out how to do it, I think you can probably do it too. The biggest killer in this game, business, life, and everything in between, tends to be our ego. Our ego tells us that we need to be right. And often, when we need to be right, well, we lose the capability of being nice. And when I say be nice, when someone says something, don't get offended. Don't attack them. Who cares? Don't let those words control you. No matter what they say, no matter what they do, unless they physically attack you, if you don't let them control you and you don't give those words context, well, that they don't have control over you. But the second you give those words power, the second you let your ego step into the game, you lose all power over yourself. So let's keep our power. Let's keep our cool. Let's try to develop an understanding as to what people are saying and why and start being comfortable with not always needing to be right. Start becoming comfortable with the fact that other people can be right too. That everybody has this different model of the world. And in everybody's mind, what they're feeling and thinking is right. And that's okay. And if we can understand this and learn to understand why people think what they do, well, we can change the entire game. All of a sudden, people will start asking you, how you listen so deeply, why it feels so easy to talk to you, and why it feels like you understand them so well. And it's, it's because you're nice.
So I hope this episode is helpful. If you have any questions, as always, follow me on Instagram, Chandler underscore SAF. If you want to join my Care Hackers Digest, which is basically a little newsletter I put together on my thoughts and ideas and an update on this podcast, just go to chanslogic.com and you can see the little banner at the top. It says opt in for the Chans Logic Digest. Just go to that, check it out, and that's it. I will talk to you all next week.